You're listening to Joey's Totally Tech, your tech podcast. So, have you wondered what happened to that social media site that was popular 15 years ago, MySpace? Well, I've actually kept tabs on it, and it actually still exists, though quite different from what it was back then. This is the third installment of our What's Happened To series on Joey's Totally Tech. everyone i hope you're all doing well antonio is not able to be on the episode this week because of a scheduling conflict he will be back though so don't worry today we're going to talk about myspace i'm sure a lot of you remember that if you're old enough some of you may be younger and don't remember much about myspace but it was popular 15 years ago uh so it was founded uh by tom anderson and Chris DeWolf. Now, this was like before Facebook became uh, became huge, rather. It was an insanely popular site. I know I used it. I was a musician, and I was able to use that after they added a feature for uh, musicians and bands to upload their MP3s, which was uh, really cool, especially since uh, MP3.com had... Uh, been bought by CNET a few years earlier. Check out my podcast episode, What Happened to MP3.com. I think I did that in the first season, if I remember correctly. Uh, Great episode, in my opinion. Um, Hopefully you find that very detailed, especially if you're a musician. Check that out. But anyway, so it was founded by uh, Tom Anderson and Chris DeWolf. That's MySpace, not MP3.com. Uh, Chris DeWolf was the CEO. Tom Anderson was the starting president. And if you were on MySpace, he was also your very first friend on the social network. Um, so, yeah, he uh, posted any updates about the social network. And quite frankly, it was like easier to get any real information than you could on Facebook even today which I thought was pretty cool. The first users were eUniverse employees, which eUniverse owned the social network. Uh, They held a contest to see which employees could sign up the most users. Um, So that helped build uh, their user base fairly quickly. A key architect behind the site was Tone Nguyen, Brad Greenspan, uh, excuse me, Brad Greenspan had asked him to join the team 
and he helped stabilize the MySpace platform. Aber Whitcomb was also the software architecture and utilized the speed of Cold Fusion, which was at the time superior to other dynamic database-driven server-side languages. Uh, Friendster was one of the main competitors at the time. They could not keep up with the speed of the development of MySpace. It was like rapidly being developed and MySpace was becoming big. I can tell you from personal experience. The domain name MySpace.com was originally owned by YourZ.com Incorporated. It was intended until 2002 for use as an online data storage and sharing site. It transitioned in the year 2003 to social networking. DeWolf bought the domain name MySpace.com from YourZ.com. Um, and uh, he also suggested uh, charging a fee for the basic MySpace service. Uh, by, uh, but um, and it was uh, nixed by Brad Greenspan, who believed that by keeping it free, it would make it a successful community. Brad Greenspan, I believe, was ultimately correct. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, there was like a paid version of MySpace you could do to get rid of a lot of the ads. Uh, I don't know how many people did that. I could be getting that mixed with mp3.com though, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I might be getting it mixed up. Um... So, the site uh, quickly gained popularity among teenagers as well as young adults. Of course, I was a young adult at that time. I was still on dial-up at the house. I I was uh, living with my parents. I was, uh, let's see, 2003, I wasn't uh, going back to college yet. I was trying to uh, figure out what I wanted to do. And in 2005, that's when I went to the School of Communication Arts in Raleigh, North Carolina. And um, that's when I got on MySpace as well, sometime between 2005 and 2007. Also got on Facebook uh, during that time, because at that time you had to have a college email address get on Facebook. I do remember that. And towards the end of my time at the School of Communication Arts, um, we did get the .edu email addresses, which is what Facebook required. So, MySpace had the ability to embed YouTube videos and MySpace profiles. Uh, people could use CSS to customize their MySpace pages. I accidentally put Facebook pages in my notes, but that's totally incorrect. Yeah, it was their MySpace pages. Musicians could upload MP3s to stream on their pages as well, which I did that for my own uh, music page, which no longer exists, and I'm not even making music anymore, by the way. But I did, like, a synth pop electronic type thing back in the mid 2000s um so let's uh, go to 2005 now this is the time i was at school of communication arts this is really going to be uh 2005 to 2007 i believe i'm talking about yes uh the wolf held talks with mark zuckerberg over acquiring facebook but rejected uh, Zuckerberg's $75 million offer. 
Uh, MySpace was purchased by News Corporation for $580 million. News Corporation, which was part of Fox, had beaten out Viacom. At the time, the company was seen $16 million, uh, or not dollars, $16 million monthly users and growing exponentially. Of course, those users would uh, equate to dollars in the long run. Uh, within a year, MySpace tripled in value from its purchase price. News corporations saw this purchase as a way to capitalize on the internet advertising and drive traffic to other news corporation properties. Uh, due to losing the bidding war for MySpace, Viacom's CEO Tom Freston was actually fired by Chairman Summer Redstone. Redstone believed that the failure contributed to their 20% drop in Viacom's stock back in 2006. The new CEO, Felipe Dahlman, I think it was Dahlman, yeah, Felipe Dahlman is uh, their name, was quoted as saying, quote, never ever let another competitor beat us to the trophy, end quote. End quote. So, uh, Felipe Dahlman was very uh, dedicated to not letting something like that happen again. Um, meanwhile, MySpace uh, continued their exponential growth uh, post-acquisition and uh, signed up uh, 200,000 new users per day. By 2007, they were at 320,000 users per day. They overtook Yahoo to become the most visited website in the USA. So the average MySpace user viewed more than 660 pages per month on the site. In January 2006, Fox announced plans to launch a UK version of MySpace. Localized versions were launched in 11 countries across Europe, Asia, and the Americas. Travis Katz, who is the Senior Vice President for International Operations, reported that 30 million of the company's 90 million users were coming from outside the U.S. The 100 millionth account was created August 9, 2006 in the Netherlands. A landmark advertising deal was signed with Google in 2006 as well. The deal guaranteed MySpace $900 million over three years, nearly doubling the price uh, News Corp had paid to acquire the business. In exchange, Google received exclusive rights to provide web search results and sponsored links on MySpace. So yeah, I remember the uh, Google ads all over MySpace, but you know, they weren't quite uh, as annoying, I think, as the Facebook ads have become. You didn't have like videos automatically play for one thing, which I hate that about Facebook, you know? So I know there's ways to turn that off if you're on a mobile device and also if you're on the web. But, you know, for people who aren't tech savvy, it can be difficult to figure out without having someone help them. Uh, I can tell you from having to help people with that. So anyway, by October 2006, the site grew from generating $1 million in revenue per month to $30 million per month. Half was from the Google deal, the other half was from display advertising sold by MySpace's in-house sales team. November two, uh, I'm sorry, November 2006, 
MySpace announced a 50-50 joint venture with SoftBank to launch MySpace in Japan. And by mid-2007, MySpace was the largest social networking site in every European country where it had a local presence. November 2007, MySpace and Bebo joined the Google-led Open Social Alliance, which already included Friendster, High Five, LinkedIn, Plaxo, Ning, and Six Apart. This was to promote a common set of standards for software developers to write programs for social networks. Facebook remained independent. Google had been unsuccessful in building its own social networking site called Orkut previously. By 2007 and then into 2008, MySpace was considered the leading social networking site and consistently beat out Facebook in traffic. Initially, Facebook did little to diminish MySpace's popularity. Uh, MySpace was valued at $12 billion in 2007. Uh, Features that we had now, MySpace started offering classified ads, MySpace TV, which uh, MySpace partnered with National Geographic and uh, New York Times and Reuters to provide professional videos or professional um, visual content, rather, on the site. Other companies eventually joined as well. like the music and sound effects we're using on the Joey's Totally Tech podcast? Well, we get the licensing for this music through Epidemic Sound. If you're a content creator creating video on YouTube or other social media platforms, or a fellow podcaster, visit bit.ly slash JTT Epidemic. That's bit.ly slash JTT Epidemic. And you can sign up for a subscription for as little as $15 per month. They have a wide variety of genres of music, as well as sound effects you can incorporate into your content. You don't have to pay royalties, you just pay the monthly subscription fee. Or you can also buy lifetime licenses to particular tunes and effects too. So if you want to use some fresh music and help support this podcast too, check out bit.ly slash JTT Epidemic and sign up for Epidemic Sound today. So it's the year 2008, Facebook overtook MySpace in the Alexa ratings on April 19th, uh, 2008. So Alexa is like this pretty big uh, search engine type thing. Um, 
probably not a search engine like you would think, like Google or something. I mean, most people don't go to Alexa, but it's pretty big as far as like getting websites uh, indexed and searched and everything. I don't know how to explain it to you guys right now, sorry. Um, but yeah, Facebook overtook them in the Alexa ratings. Uh, MySpace was continuing uh, to see a loss of membership, or has been seeing a loss of membership since then. Uh, MySpace stuck to a portal strategy, uh, which uh, they were building an audience around entertainment and music, while Facebook and Twitter continually added new features to improve the social networking experience. A former executive suggested that $900 million three-year advertising deal with Google through a short-term cash woodfall was ultimately a handicap in the long run for uh, MySpace. The deal required MySpace to place even more ads on its already heavily advertised space, making it slow, more difficult to use, and less flexible. And MySpace could experiment with its own site without forfeiting revenue. I mean, the ads were probably part of it, but I also think a big part of it from my experience, and I was on dial-up, like I said, living at my parents' house for a good part of this time. Um, a big part of the slowdown was people like doing these crazy background graphics with the CSS code, because MySpace had this thing where you could uh, put in CSS code and heavily customize the look of your profile page. I think Facebook was smart and never implementing such a thing. I know uh, some people miss that. I do not, and I say this as someone who's a web developer. I don't miss that because I think there's a lot of people who don't know design. They learn a little CSS, and then they just made their profile uh, pages look all junky and uh, really affected the loading speed of their profile pages. I hated that. Anyway, DeWolf reported that he had to push back against Fox Interactive Media's sales team who monetized the site without regard to user experience. That is kind of a big deal. I think user experience needs to come a little before monetization. I mean, you have a good user experience, the monetization will come, I think. Uh, Facebook continued to focus on uh, user engagement over revenue, while News Corp put pressure on MySpace to, quote, focus on near-term monetization as opposed to thinking about long-term product strategy, end quote, according to Katz. Facebook also allowed outside developers to build new applications uh, while anything on MySpace had to be done in-house. Now, that was kind of a big deal there. Facebook had these uh, new applications being added all the time, so it's like adding brand-new features um, on top of what Facebook already had, and, and really it didn't slow down the Facebook experience at all. MySpace, on the other hand, it was like the same thing over and over, and you know, there was uh, nothing you could do to customize it other than, I mean, I think they did have some apps, if I remember correctly, 
but really your customization options for like the CSS on your profile page. Um, so yeah, it was uh, definitely falling behind in that respect. In 2009, MySpace redesigned the site uh, to get back users, uh, but it backfired. Users generally disliked the tweaks and changes that they made. MySpace attempted to redefine itself as a social entertainment website, focusing on music, movies, celebrities, and television. And really, that's what it is uh, today. In March 2011, Comscore released figures suggesting MySpace had lost 10 million users between January and February 2011. That's a lot of users to lose all in a month. Uh, it fell from 95 million to 63 million unique users during the previous 12 months. This was its sharpest audience decline. Traffic fell 44% from a year earlier to 37.7 million unique U.S. visitors. In June 2011, Specific Media Group and Justin Timberlake jointly purchased the company for $35 million. Yes, Justin Timberlake was a part owner of MySpace uh, for a time. So, 2016 to present, let's talk about that. Time Incorporated purchased MySpace from Specific Media Group, which was in turn purchased by Meredith Corporation on uh, January 31st, 2018. Meredith Corporation is based in Des Moines, Iowa, and owns magazines, television stations, websites, and radio stations. Almost 360 million MySpace accounts were offered on the Real Deal dark market website a while back. Uh, email addresses, usernames, and passwords were leaked. Um, so yeah, what is MySpace like today? Well, let's uh, go to that website right now. And like I said, it's pretty much uh, now more like focusing on music and entertainment. So yeah, we've got on the left side there, there's a menu you can search, uh, feature you can discover, I think new bands, artists. Um, you can uh, get movie news too, because I see Jason Momoa sends Aquaman Trident to young fan with brain cancer. So uh, yeah, you get uh, news about your favorite celebrities. Um, on here, oh, we got uh, John Oliver. I love John Oliver on there. Talk about Pringles. Um, my Chemical Romance video. So, yeah, just all sorts of uh, celebrities and music, entertainment. That's what it's all about today on MySpace.com. And um, I'm not saying MySpace didn't have that focus in the past. To a certain extent, it did, but it was a bit more about connecting people in the beginning. Um, there was the uh, music aspect, of course. But uh, now, it's like not so much about uh, connecting people. In fact, I don't... Let's see, I think my account is one of the accounts that was lost. And I can't log in with that old account anymore. Which really sucks. There are some pictures I'd like to be able to get to that um, I can't, you know, because they were uploaded to MySpace years ago and lost. So what what can you do, you know? 
Uh, but yeah, that's the uh, state of MySpace today. It's still around. Um, there's uh, bands on there. I don't know how many bands are actually using MySpace, to be honest. I think there's larger platforms at this moment to actually uh, upload your music on now. So, hey, there's Gwen Stefani showing up in the slider there. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much what happened to MySpace. It's still around, but do you really want to go there? Uh, I don't know. I don't go there on a regular basis. Because I get my music from other places. This has been Joey with Joey's Tolly Tech, and I will catch you next time. Thank you to our exclusive subscribers, Laura Lassiter and Beth Warhan. As exclusive subscribers, you are considered executive producers of this podcast. Thank you for your support. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, check out joeystotallytech.com slash exclusive. You'll get ad-free episodes, full interviews, bonus content, and more. That's joeystotallytech.com slash exclusive.